Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the greatest spectacle is being brought to you with Julie Chewbacca Fairy, Anthony A.J. Lujan, Clifford Red John Miller, and this is Get the K.O. Welcome everybody to the greatest MMA podcast in your car right now. This is Get The KO, and I am your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, and as always, I have my co-host, introduce you first, Anthony A.J. Lujan, and Julie Jubaka. Anthony, say what's up. You can call me Lou, but yeah, fight me. And of course, Julie... Say what's up. No. As always. Defiant. She's so lovely. I'm just kidding. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so so we got to keep it honest. Um, we have a lot of fights coming up. And yep. we are we are getting antsier than a wrestling fan waiting for October 2nd. So oh, my God. I can't wait. <laughs> Crossover fans, you understand. Yep. <laughs> so let's just dive right into it, right? So we had Keith Thurman versus Manny Pacquiao. This is a, a a boxing match. Let's just call it that because it was by split decision. <laughs> I don't want to be a I don't want to be a hater, but uh, Anthony, uh, Anthony, but Anthony, you're gonna we, be a hater. Oh yeah, it's just <laughs> the whole aspect. I mean, I love the sweet science of boxing. Don't get me wrong. Manny Pacquiao, 40 years old, came out, dropped Keith Thurman in the first round. Um, Keith got up. They battled back and forth, um, and then you know in the tenth, uh, Manny landed another shot, kind of devastated uh, Thurman. But then the fight ended in split decision. You know Thurman did come through in a few of the rounds, but to me overall, man, I mean it was a fight. Cool, Pacquiao won. Meh. All right. So Anthony, <laughs> why don't you, Anthony, why don't you dive a little bit deeper into this fight, man? Because my opinion is it, eh, it was cool. It was cool. <laughs> It it was <clears throat> Manny Pacquiao, one of the greatest fighters that we've that we grew up watching. We grew up watching some great fighters, but you put Manny Pacquiao up there against an undefeated Thurman, um, and it was Thurman was the guy that was running his mouth, saying he's gonna be too fast, he hits too hard, and at the, like you said, at the end of the first, he got put down, and he smiled at Pac- Manny as he's getting up. Manny controlled. Rounds one through six, I think. And then Thurman showed a little glimpse. Seven, eight, nine. And then 10th, he got hurt again. And 11 and 12, yeah, Pacquiao. I, I don't understand how it was even a split decision. Um, Because I, I, I had a Manny Pacquiao. I think I had it 118, uh, 112 Manny. Manny dominated that fight. Yeah, I felt like, I felt like man, every time... Every time when I was watching the fight, Manny was was in a dominant position. He was moving in, moving out. Um, it just looked like Thurman anticipated to fight an older Pacquiao. He just didn't expect the, the speed to come. And, and it's like you said, man. I don't want to. I don't want to be disrespectful. Manny Pacquiao is a whole other beast, right? And he's an amazing fighter, and he's been had an amazing career. But and we grew up with like some of the greatest boxers to to know that man has ever known but it's like i'm i'm kind of ready for like a new era of like boxers to come through 
I'm just kind of tired of seeing like the same guys. And that's why I think for you and me, like we have we we have our own fighters that we're like really really familiar with that we really love. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Manny's getting up there in age. He's I think 40, which now Floyd steps steps in into the into the spotlight and says, and then was at that Manny Pacquiao fight, and now are we gonna get Floyd two, Floyd Pacquiao two? I, I don't want to see it. I, I don't want to see this news fest again. Maybe Pacquiao will be a little bit more healthier, but you got to give it up for Manny. I mean, that dude's held the WBC flyweight champion, the IBF junior featherweight championship, the WPC, uh, WBC super featherweight championship, the WBC lightweight champion, the WBO welterweight champion, the WBA welterweight, the WBA, the WBA super welterweight, and the WBC super welterweight championships, dude. He, he has, like, I think he has nine championships. So, yeah, but right now, like, the w, WBA is Manny Pacquiao, right? Because he just... Yes. So, and the WBO is Terrence Crawford, right? Yes. I think I know what our next fight should be. I just, I just it's so crazy that Manny is still, Manny's still dominating people at age 40. I mean, what... 62, 62, 7, and 2. Like, yeah, you're right. 40 years old. It's crazy to see that he's, like, as as bad as he is, man. I, I give him props. It's like I said. It's just I'm ready for a new era of, of fighters to come through. Uh, that's why I, I think Bud is definitely the guy to kind of lead lead the rest of the charge. You know, and then you have uh, Javante Davis um, out yes. of Baltimore. Well, he's from Baltimore. Exactly. Um, the only problem I have with him is that the – the one fight I did watch him in, he was on the Floyd card. He was on Floyd's card, and uh, he he missed weight, got stripped of the title, knocked the other guy out, and then when he said, "I hit him in," the, I hurted him in the second round, and I was like, "You are from Baltimore." <laughs> that fight, he had like these like Elmo like shoes on, and they made him take off his tassels on his shoe. I remember that fight. Yes. Oh my god, it was so weird. I don't. I don't understand. He did. He looked like a. He he did. He had that white robe with like the blue fuzz around it. Like God bless. Yeah. Man. It's like come on, man. Clean that up. Let's let's get going to it. But you know, big shout outs to Manny. You know, forty winning a the WBA title. Um, I just it, the funny thing is, man. I just need just so many titles. Like I'm just I'm not into it. Like I get like with MMA. It's kind of I I feel like it's the same with MMA. But at least like in the UFC, you don't have like. Like UFC, you have interim champions, right? But that's only because like the champion can't defend his title at that time. But I just, I get it. Or your like, yeah, or your you don't, have, you don't have four. You 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 don't have four different belts for one weight division, right? But, nah. but in the same token, though, I guess boxing because there's so many different promotions. Like that's why you have so many different belts out there. But I like the fact that everybody crosses over. Where like, if you're following MMA and you follow UFC, you know all the fighters are fighting. For UFC titles, they don't cross over and be like, "Hey, I'm going to challenge for the heavyweight belt, Bellator belt." You know, like they have to sign with the Bellator to to do that. So, I guess that's one good thing about the UFC when it comes to the world of MMA. So, mm-hmm. speaking of MMA, let's talk about this great chess matches that were going on on this card this last week. I know a lot of people um, are probably not a huge fan of what this card was, uh, especially when you have 
10 out of 13 fights go to decision. But, I mean, personally, it it was long. It was a long card, but it, it was what it was because guys were out there thinking tactically instead of like, oh, I just want to go in there and have a slugfest. Except yeah, for... there was. It wasn't until we got to the main card where we had people that just were like, "I oh, fuck this. I want. I. I don't want to be in there long." <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Was say, <laughs> it was except one. Except if you're got... in the heavyweight division. <laughs> yeah, when you got to the main card, people were like, eh, "Well, no, lightweight as well." Right. That right. that hooker fight. Yep. That hooker fight was the first rounder too. So I was like. Fuck, I don't want to be here. I feel like they they all watched the prelims and the early prelims are like, this is taking too long. This is, I'm going home, home early. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> I got I to gotta ho- check out at my hotel right. room in a little bit. I got, they are taking up time. I got, I got fucking pizza rolls in the freezer for me. Right. <laughs> That's what I feel like is really happening with some of these fucking first round knockouts. They got pizza rolls right and they've been cutting weight this entire time. They want the fucking pizza rolls. <laughs> Those pizza That's rolls. what I think. God damn it. Motherfucker. Damn it. You're All welcome. Right. I don't even eat pizza rolls. That's hilarious. So let's, jump into these, let's jump into these uh, <coughs> prelim fights Sorry, really no. quick, right? So we had Felipe Corrales versus uh, Domingo uh, Pilarte. Uh, Pilarte was 69 of 89, 11 of 21 for significant strikes, 2 of 5 for his takedowns, while Felipe was 92 of 132, 23 of 42, and 2 of 8 of his takedowns. So, big ups. It was by split decision. Uh, uh-huh. Felipe came up on top. Uh, 29-28, 29-28, uh, 28, 28, 29-28. So, big ups to Felipe. Uh, it was great to see that he was able to show up and show out. Uh, Mario Batista would have been our next fight. He was our winner by unanimous decision. Uh, he beat Jin Su Sun. Uh, 179 to 301, 129 to 248 for significant strikes, 0 for 2 for his takedowns. However, Jin was 106 of 213, 95 of 200, and then 2 of 5 for his takedowns. Scorecard had it 3027, 3027, and 2928. Uh, this next fight, I do kind of want to dive into a little bit. I don't know. No, it's fine. I did too. So, Ray Borg, uh, battle Gabriel Sylvia. Uh, on paper, if you read the stats for this, you would have thought this was a boring-ass fight. The wrestler inside me, though, and I know the wrestler inside of Anthony, says something different. Uh, score, uh, scorecard had this fight uh, 29-28, 29-28, 29-28 uh, for Ray Borg. Uh, but 23-34 for total strikes, 15-23 to for significant strikes, 6-9 of nine for takedowns for Ray Borg. Uh, Gabriel was 58 of 76, 8 of 16 for significant, significant strikes, 1 for 6 for his takedowns. Uh, is it safe to say that somebody needs to work on their takedown game? Yeah. Like, someone needs to work yeah. on some takedown defense. Because, uh, yeah. that wasn't it, Chief. I agree with that one. You know what, what frustrates me? Because you're saying, oh, you know, people would have said it's boring with the wrestler and me. You know, I was saying, frustrates me about that sentence is like if you're watching mixed martial arts uh that's part of the mixed part of the martial arts aspect so uh if you want to watch just like clanging and banging go look at a fucking different sport this is one part of the repertoire it frustrates me every time when the fans get like b 
boo. They're not punching each other in the face. No, because that's not what they that's not what they they specialize in. No, exactly. you know what I mean. It frustrates me that fan that they're so and I've I've gone on this on other on other shows and I will continue to do this until fans start fucking checking themselves. It, you, you have to appreciate it because there's a lot that goes into it because you have to think about the cardio that goes into it because people never look at it that way. You gotta put a, you're you're putting weight on somebody or getting weight on you while maneuvering around and putting a lot of muscle into it. You gotta make sure that you got enough gas in that tank. To go however many rounds for however many minutes, yeah, you know what I mean. It, it's an endurance thing, and people never look at it that way. They're too worried about watching someone punch each other's face off. So it's right. like, chill the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> no, and I don't blame you at all. So for, I like. I'm glad. I, that I, 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 I like it. I like. I like the wrestling aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, that's Keep what I was gonna say. Me. Is that I like the fact that someone who understands, you know, and of course we've been doing this for. I mean, Anthony and I have had the show, I don't know, for over two years now. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I know you've been with us for, like, what, it's like almost eight months now? Nine months? I don't know. Something like that. I don't almost, know. It's almost been a year, Mark. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's something that I've come to notice about you, too, is that you have a great appreciation for all aspects of the fight. And then we have those fans. And, of course, like, yeah. you know, and I, I can understand where fans would boo a fight, right, because you've had decision decision and it just kind of was like a, a a bland fight but then where you and i would have like watching we're like and i um and one of our other other um special uh, special guests uh logan when we had him on we talked about this too we're like the fight was amazing because we watched one dude playing chess and then by the time that he was yeah. playing, trying to play when he tried to play um one guy was playing chess the other guy was playing checkers and when guy was playing checkers yeah. finally decided to play chess he got his one takedown but he wasn't able to get nothing else after that. And that's where Ray Borg was the right. man. So it was a huge shout out to him, man, just to be able to show all aspects of his game. I know he didn't try to really go for any submissions, but he was just letting people know, like, I'm a good wrestler, too. Demetrius right. Johnson and that's the thing, too, like you guy. said, it's, the, it's the, the mental part, too. It goes with the endurance. There's the physical and then there's also the mental endurance because you're having to think about, all right, I got this body underneath of me. Or on top of me, and I have to somehow think three steps ahead of what they're about to do, so that we'd either don't go up and I get my face punched off, or I don't put myself into a position where I get myself vulnerable to where they're going to take advantage of us being on the ground. People never look at it this way, and it's 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 a frustrating thing. But I think it's also because I, I personally, I, this is why we can cover bare knuckle boxing. If you're going to do anything in fighting, I don't give a shit if it's on the ground, standing up, whatever. You got to appreciate all aspects of it. We're mixed martial arts. We're throwing a bunch of stuff into the octagon. You have to appreciate all of it if you're going to call yourself a fan. Legitimately, think, I mean that sounds shitty, but that's what I think. You got to you got to appreciate all of it. You might not be the biggest fan of it, but you got to at least appreciate it. What's your thoughts, Anthony? Uh- I, I uh, I'm with Julie there. I mean, some sometimes it sucks. Like you, you have the fights like the Derek Lewis versus Francis Ngannou fight where oh. they did nothing. Right. They did nothing. Like they're afraid to breathe at each other. Yeah, that but that like, get that, your that, breath out of here. Yeah, that didn't matter. That didn't even. That wasn't a fight. That was just two two people that were really needing cardio. Yeah, oh. but it wasn't okay to not to justify that fight. Derek Lewis, in the first round of that fight, he was thrown in some heavy, heavy kicks. It's just he ended up hurting oh, yeah. his back 
trying to throw like he was trying to throw a head kick or something and he hurt his back and then from that point on like he was like nope i'm not i'm not trying to i'm not trying to do this he's like i'm just gonna stand here for three rounds and act like i'm gonna throw punches <laughs> right i yeah but i get what your point mm-hmm. anthony yeah yeah those, those, are, those are the fights that you're just like oh that's a snooze fest then you get the uh and then you get the, the the grappling ones, and then you get the striking ones. I mean, it, it's mixed martial arts, ladies and gentlemen, like Julie said. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I have been at watching some cards on ESPN, and next thing you know, I'm asleep. Oh, Not dude, I'm bad. bored. It's because I'm, I'm, I'm old. I've <laughs> napped or bathroom breaked it through certain matchups. Like there's, there's no way of getting around it. There's just some matchups where it's not going to gain your attention, no matter if there's clanging and banging or whatever. There's just some people where they're fucking boring to watch fighting. Like right. it doesn't matter. I, it doesn't I'm matter sold. what's in their bag. Well, that too, you know. Same here, bro. <laughs> Trust me. Like I, I look at, I look at the clock. Once this is eight, eight o'clock at night, I'm like, oh, the sun starts going down. Everybody, we gotta start calling in the cattle. But like, um, I think the thing is though, like we said, it's mixed martial arts. You have to look at it as as what it is. If you don't like it, you just shut up. Then just shut up. Don't boo it. So let's talk about like, this next there, fight, right? Boring boo, but. Let's, oh, let's move up. So this was a catch weight at 129. Jennifer Mai defeated Roxanne Modafari. 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 I believe it's like Modafari. I believe right. that's how she's. So she won. Uh, so uh, Jennifer won 30-27, on three cards. Um, I'm gonna read off some of the stats. Uh, Roxanne was 76 of 161, 29 of uh, 110, 0 for 9 on her takedowns. Brutal. <laughs> um, yeah, I felt bad watching this matchup because I like Roxanne. Jennifer was 111 of 205, 83 of 174 for significant strikes. Now, the reason why I kind of want to talk about this fight was uh, Jennifer went in weighing three pounds overweight. So she was supposed to fight at 125. Yep. She came in at 128. They decided to do a catch weight at 129. Um, and she was fined 30% of her purse. Um, as stuff had to get changed. Um, no, I'm sorry. The limit was 126, and she weighed in at 129. Uh, ridiculous. Like, it goes back to a game where we talk about, like, dude, like, you signed a contract to say you're going to be at a, a, at a certain weight for the fight. Mm-hmm. You got to be at that weight, and you're a professional. Yep. So I like Roxanne, but I was frustrated by this entire situation situation with her right. the missing weight and then just watching the fight itself yeah like, and jennifer Maya, i was like yeah. and jennifer did a good job it was like good job you 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 earned this through and through but the <laughs> problem though is is that we we fall back right so people like jennifer and if we look back at some of these other fighters who and i think this year was it this year or last year 10 fighters had missed weight nine of them went on to winning the fight after initially missing i think it was something like that yeah Yeah, it was like yeah i think we talked about that not that long ago right and that's that's a problem though is that like if you're gonna miss weight like then you you should be pulled off the card the other person who made weight should get to win get their purse you on the other hand you lose your purse and then you don't get to fight because you can't make weight that's ridiculous yeah, but here's the problem with that. Uh, money-grubbing people. But like, the problem I is, is not... that 
you signed a contract to say, I will fight at X weight class. And if you, as a professional fighter, cannot make that weight class, your gym suffers for it, which then it becomes the gym's responsibility to make sure that you make weight. If this makes sense, I'm not saying that I, I, I'm not saying that I don't agree with you. I totally do. The, 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 the problem is, is you have to look at it is like, they'll, they'll try to squeak out whatever they can if they don't have it. It's stupid. What the, sorry. My, my, uh, I have random emails popping up while I was trying to answer that. Uh, but like I was saying, it's I, I agree. Like I said, I was pissed off. I, I don't understand why we can't get behind like, oh, you missed weight, you don't fight. I'm totally behind that. I, I think if if you can't do it, it's you're not doing your job. Right. You know what I mean? You gotta look at it if this was a regular job. You know what I mean? Like if you were required to show up to your job wearing, you know, slip resistant shoes. Okay, we'll just go use that. And you decide you're not going to do that. Fuck, I sent you home. I told you what to do, and you decide you're not going to do it. Go home. I'm not paying you today because I told you what to do. You know, so, like, sometimes my my brain goes into a management aspect from all my years in it to where I go, I don't understand why that is a hard concept for some of the fighters. Now, I understand weight cutting is difficult. I'm not saying that it's not. But if you sign something saying that you're going to do it or you're guaranteeing that you can be in that weight class, you got to do everything you can to do that. If it's not, if it's too hard, then you need to figure out, is this the weight class for me? If it's not, go up. Yep. I feel it's, you. What's your thought process on it, Anthony? I'm, I'm with her. Same thing. Like, if you, it's your job. You got to do what you got to do to get paid. And I guess... Must be nice to get paid that much money to be able to lose out twenty percent of your purse. Thirty, but yeah, right. And like I said, I like Roxanne. I don't have time for fighters that do that. I don't give a fuck if I like them or not. You have you have jobs, do it. And then if you if you're going to be overweight, you better fucking win the fight. Totally look at it. If you're gonna if you're gonna get that advantage, you better take advantage of it. Well, you better did. take advantage Jennifer, of it. Jennifer Jennifer won the fight. No, I mean, Roxanne was the one that was overweight. Was it? I'm pretty sure they said that it was Maya that was overweight. And I thought you were saying that it was Roxanne was the one that was overweight. No, no. Jennifer Maya, the one oh! who was Oh, okay. Because I didn't see who was overweight prior. Because yeah, I didn't yeah. see the weigh-ins or anything like that. Oh, oh. well, then that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Regardless, I don't give a shit. Like, if you're going to... I'm just disappointed with with weight. I just I'm tired of people overweighing. I'm just tired of it. You're so, not doing your job right. Let's get let's get past this because this is we could be on this topic all night. Um, yes, we can. Right. So in the light heavyweight, we had uh, Clydeson Abreu defeat Sam Alvarez 28. Just flash <laughs> flash through it. Uh, Sam, did you see his reaction at the end? Sam's. Oh yeah, yeah, I did actually. He was like, "Oh my god!" He was shocked he was that he didn't win the fight. Fucking shocked he lost. Yeah, wasn't he like out there like he was out there cursing people out and stuff? He couldn't believe he lost. Dude, him. he like put his hands in his head, you know, the head, cry like on his knees doing the what thing right after he got announced. Right. But uh, Sam was sixty-seven to one seventeen, twenty at seventy-seven for significant strikes, zero for one for his takedowns. Uh, Abreu, 61 of 115, uh, 36 of 89, and then one for three for his takedown. So 
I mean, he's a valid argument that he was a better striker, but the one takedown I felt like is what really kind of separated the fight. Um, and unfortunately for Sam, you know what? Like, you could throw a fit about it all you want, but I had a score of 30-27. Yeah, didn't win. So, <laughs> meh. Cool, you threw a fit. You still lost. <laughs> at least Mark. At least Mark Goddard didn't stop it early. True. Yeah. Yeah. That that is fact. At least it wasn't uh I got fucked on my decision. Twice. Because you just didn't fight well enough. <laughs> back to back times. So we gonna move up to our girl Raquel Pennington, uh getting the win over Irene Aldana. Uh eighty one of uh, eighty six of one eighty one, forty seven of one thirty seven, and one of six for her takedowns. In the total strikes for Irene, she was 75 of 208, 52 of 184. Scorecards had it. 28-29, 29-28, 29-28 for split decision for Raquel Pennington. I'll be honest, I was biased. I had a 29-28 as well. What about you guys? No, no, I agree. I've, I, I, Rocky looked good. I didn't watch this fight. <laughs> Sorry, that was funny. Yeah, I thought I thought Rocky looked, but I thought she looked spunky. If that makes sense. So she we gotta, like she wanted. We gotta, we gotta move up to the main event of the prelim cards, right? We had Alex Caracas, aka Bruce Leroy, bat- battling against uh, Steven Peterson. Uh, Alex won his fight. And I'll be honest, I didn't have him winning this fight. Uh, he was uh, 95 of 198 for total strikes, 94 of 197 for significant strikes. On the other hand, Steven Peterson was 87 of 241, 67 of 218, and 2 for 2 for his takedowns. Um, scorecards had it for Alex, 30-27, I'm sorry. Yeah, 30-27, 29-28, I actually had it 29-28 for Steven. I thought the two takedowns were very significant. I thought Alex was able to do a whole lot. I thought the striking game was looking a lot better for Steven. Um, I just, I didn't have Alex win this fight. So when he won this fight, I was like, hmm, judges are biased. I I had I had Alex Cesaris win this fight because those those takedowns were significant at to a, to a, to a T, to a point. But for the most part, Alex kept, was able to keep, he broke his hand in the in the first round, and is able to keep him at distance with kicks and using one arm. Yeah, can't take anything away from him. I was just saying that I didn't have it that way. Well, you're wrong, Cliff. Well, apparently, yeah. because I didn't, I I wouldn't have got this fight right. Actually, I think would have got this fight right had I predicted it. I would have said Alex was going to win this fight because I do like Bruce Leroy, but um. Yeah, I thought Steven actually won the fight, though, based on the way I was judging it. So, mm, I'm glad Dana don't pay me, I guess. That's so, true. Before we jump into the main event, we have to break down the scorecards before we predicted these fights. Anthony, do you happen to have those? I do. Give me one second here. <clears throat> okay. So, coming into... Tonight or Saturday night, we were at because Julie was uh, seven. And Julie seven. was sitting seven and seven. Cliff eight and six, and Anthony was nine and five. I love how you refer to yourself in the third person. 
Yeah. AJ <laughs> Luhan. So, so let's get into this first fight, right? Uh, Andre Vlaski versus Ben Rothwell, right? So I know I picked Ben. Julie picked Ben. Anthony was the only person to pick Andre. And the scorecards had it 30-27, 30-27, All for your winner, not Ben Rothwell. Andre Vlaski won the fight. Uh, I, was be- surprised. I was surprised watching it. You were surprised? Only because I going into this, Andre hasn't been there. I was worried about Andre going in. That's why I picked Rothwell. Right. If that makes sense. Yep. And so I was I was a bit surprised. I was like, I don't mind fucking being wrong on this one. You well, know what I mean? I, there are times where I'm fine totally losing. <laughs> this is one of them. I was like, oh, okay. Prove me fucking wrong, Arlovsky. So I wrote you off a little earlier. So let's dip into so, this. You can't go against the bully beatdown guy. <laughs> you, you did say that like so many times in the chat room. You were talking about the bully beatdown guy. Um, it's it's wild though because Ben touched him in a third, a couple times in the chin, and I was like, "Yo, this is where Andre's gonna go down, and this fight's gonna be insane." <laughs> because and and someone, you know, tell me I was wrong because I think it was like in the three minute mark, Ben hit him, and like Andre's hands like froze. And then he got touched That's again, the... and he put his hands back up. And I was like, and that's yo, he's the thing, about to... is, If you think about the way Arlovsky's last couple fights have gone, um, because he, he had, what, he lost, what, against Tuivasa? I can't remember who was before that. But he hasn't really done the best the last, like, five fights or some shit like that. So I was iffy about him going into this. So I was like, oh, okay. So as soon I know what part you're talking about, too. So as soon as that came up, I'm like, oh, this is the part where he loses. I'm like, oh, this sucks. I hate that. I want to be right. And then it didn't happen. I was like, oh, okay, Alaski. Well, it's funny I because what like, you're doing. Tia, uh, Shamil, and uh, Sakai, Sakai um, they were all by decisions, uh, losses, right? And Walt Harris, but Walt Harris was turned over to a no contest. But prior to that, yeah. like, what I was thinking about was Barrett with the rear naked choke, Alistair Overeem with the crane kick, Nagano uh, with the knockout, and then Stipe with the knockout. I was thinking about those those four losses that he took, and you were just like, yeah, he's probably going to do that again. But no, I mean, credit to him. That's what was tough. with me. I- that's what it was with me, is I was specifically was thinking of that Nagano one. Right. Because that one was like, Poo! He got touched. So that's like, how I was like, nope, I'm going down. Yeah. Yeah. When he got, when he got biffed is when he, when he went. So that's why when Rothwell was getting that, that last, those last couple licks in, I was like, oh, this is going to happen. Yep. And it didn't. But how, so whatever. I'll take it. Go ahead, Anthony. How, how tough, how about this? How tough is Ben Rothwell? Uh, Rothwell, because he was getting tagged in the nose a lot during this oh, fight, yeah. and he just kept on pressing forward. What a that dude's tough as nails. Oh hell yeah! And getting punched in the nose is difficult. Like if I, you know, I don't know how many listeners actually have been punched in the nose. But like I, I don't. I'm not gonna presume to talk for you guys either. But like been punched in the nose, that hit that that the the tearing of the eyes, the lights that go out, like. I've got, I, shit, I got my nose broken at a concert before. Like, that shit will fuck you up for a moment. And then to consistently get hit in it, 
because all the nerve endings and shit in it, you can't just shut it off until like your face goes numb, until your body decides to shut it off for you. Yeah, you know. So yeah, you're right. It, it's that shows the strength of Roswell to begin with. And you but, know what he you know, didn't do? Punched a bus. He didn't blow his nose in the blow second it out. round. <laughs> Fucking cowboy. It was the third round. Thank you. <laughs> Whatever. It was the end of the second. I was wondering if that was going to get brought up, too. I was wondering. So, Andre Lasky. Yeah, the third. Thank you, Cliff. Andre Lasky, 162 uh, of 272 total strikes, 152 of 263 in significant strikes. Rothwell was uh, 75 of 183, 70 of 177 in significant strikes, 0 for 1 in his takedowns. Uh, yeah, big ups to Andre Lasky. Um, yeah, I like I said, he got touched a couple times in the third round. I was like, he's going to go down, and he didn't. Um, Ben, his face, I felt like, God, what, there was a, there's an old movie called The Gladiator, um, about this kid named, I think his name was Tommy in the, in the movie, um, he fought Brian, I think it was Brian Dennehy, like, at the end of it, but Cuba Gooding Jr. was in the movie, too, um, but yeah, um, in that movie, Tommy gets his nose broken, and he just gets repeatedly punched, and, uh, it just, like, swells up and turns purple, and that was, that was Ben, and I was like, shout out to you, Ben. You warrior ass dude. Love you. <laughs> Moving up to the lightweight. We have uh, Alexander Hernandez versus Francisco Trinaldo. Um, Anthony, who Robbed. had who? Robbed. Who had who? Who, who had the That's picks? A, um, give me a second here. Uh, that one, we... we t- all of us actually took Hernandez. Hey, shout out to that greatness so 26 of 92 total strikes for alex hernandez 25 of 91 significant strikes 0 for 1 for his takedown trinaldo 28 of 55 25 of 52 for his significant strikes scorecards had it 30 27 30 27 29 28 and for your winner the guy we predicted alexander hernandez so uh yeah you're right though trinaldo got robbed <laughs> Uh, brutalness. Um, I kind of felt like Hernandez definitely controlled the fight. He had better accuracy uh, than what Ale- Alexander was. Alexander was moving in and out of the pocket pretty well, but he was still getting tagged. And uh, Trinaldo just knew when to throw his punches. So uh, I'm gonna agree with you, man. I think Trinaldo got robbed in this fight. Even, even, even Alex, even Alexander Hernandez knew. It. Like you saw the film. The look on his face when they gave him that win. Come on. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I had a feeling they were just going to still give it to him. And it ended up being right. So, you know, there's that. The young kid wins. Yeah. Yeah. It's because of the hometown. They're in Houston and he's from Houston. I think that's why I had it that way. That's probably why. Are you saying UFC judges are biased in home cities? How yes. dare you? Yes. That's exactly what we're saying. <laughs> That's exactly what we're saying. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Yes. Yes, we are. Look, okay? Fuck. I don't know what you're talking about, okay? <laughs> Bisbing versus Henderson. That was called right down the middle. Bisbing versus Silva. That was called down the middle. Hernandez versus Trinaldo. That was called down the middle. What do you mean? These guys had all fair fights. Next. 
So, Next. Let's let's move up. Actually, Anthony, Dan Hooker versus James Vick. Who had who? All right, so this was an interesting one because Julie had Dan Hooker. I had James Vick. Cliff, you were going to go with Dan Hooker, but you chose Vick at the last second. I did choose Vick at the last second. Ah, oh, that hurts my hurts my soul because James Vick, you bum. Um, <laughs> so James Vick, seven to twenty-three total strikes, seven to twenty-three for significant strikes. Dan, the man Hooker, uh, one knockdown, two to- uh, total strikes, twenty-two of forty-one. Significant strikes, twenty-two of forty-one for the TKO in the first round. Dan, that I feel Dan bad. Hooker. I don't know why I feel well. I don't really. I don't. I don't feel bad, but it was hilarious because when I was looking at this fight, I don't know why in my brain, but I went, "Vic's just Vic's gonna fuck this up." I don't know why, but I feel like Vic's gonna fuck this up somehow. He's Is it not Vic gonna from win Texas? this. Um, I believe so. Don't quote me. Let me check. I can tell you. Let me pull it up right now. I'm pretty sure he's from. Yeah, he's he's a Texas. Yeah, he's from. He's from Texas. Where? Wait a um, minute. James Vic. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where. Where in Texas? Oh, like, Mineral Wells. Okay. Yeah, Mineral Wells. Way to, yeah, way to I, let, your, my, let your state down there, buddy. Uh, Texas does a lot of it by itself, okay? My family down there, they can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't... It, they don't need help. It does it itself. It's, you know... Hernandez showed up. But, he yeah, was ready to fight. I don't, I, 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 I'm not saying... I don't know what it was, but I just felt like Dan was going to take it. And I was even... Surprised it went as quick as it did too, because I think James is pretty formidable. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he's not like a, a shitty fighter. I just for some reason I was like, I don't think he's taking it this one. So, <laughs> what do you think, Anthony? Good, good, good job, Hooker. Uh, I took this fight because uh, I chose, but chose because I felt like James Vick had a good chin on him, and. Not strong enough, evidently. <laughs> he had a granite chin, and that shit got cracked. So we're going to move up to the heavyweight division. Our first fight in the heavyweight division. Uh, Greg Hardy versus Juan Adams. 36 of 38. 36 of 38. Total strikes, significant strikes for Greg Hardy. 3 of 7 for Juan Adams. 3 of 7 for Juan Adams. 0 for 1 in his takedowns. And the winner of this fight by first round TKO, Juan Adams. I'm just kidding. It was Greg Hardy. Just putting it out there. Right. <laughs> Greg Hardy. I thought this, this was going to be another I thought this was going to be another quick one with Hardy. Like I might not be the biggest fan of him, but I was like, yeah, this fight's not going to go long. So I'm not the biggest fan well, 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 of Greg Hardy the person, but no, I am a huge but I like fan Greg Hardy, the of Greg Hardy the fighter. No, I'll be straight up straight up on that same as that gangster run like dude i'm not like greg hardy the person if you were to come at a barbecue i would leave you know what i mean but if i were to go to a fight i would watch him you know what i mean like that's kind of where i am on him i'm like i wouldn't get beers with the dude but i definitely watch him punch somebody in the face yeah <laughs> i'm watching him hit everybody <laughs> yeah i watch him punch everybody punch except everybody the women. out except the women <laughs> Is that you? Yeah, that's the big Dang. thing. That's the big. Hey, I'll watch him hit hey. everybody except women. Except the women. Hey, if you didn't have a history, you wouldn't have to put the caveat. Okay, okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> Don't give us the reason to put the asterisks, mother. By the way, Greg Hardy, I only weigh 200, 212 pounds. Please do not assault me. 
You can get Anthony. He's closer to your weight class. I'm not afraid of that, dude. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> here's my reason. Here's here's my reason why. Hit me. One time, you swing at me. I'm gonna start sprinting. You come near me, I'm gonna sprint. You, he might be able to be able to catch me in a forty, but after that forty, he's not a distance runner. He's done. <laughs> cross country, cross country days. I'm running across. I'm force gumping this across the United States. Don't worry yeah, about see, I think you. you did a marathon. Yeah, Don't let him fool you. I think it's funny. Y'all thought tactical on that one. My brain was like, uh, I fight dirty. Whatever objects around. Sorry. You may be a good fighter. Fucking chair. <laughs> For going ECW style, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm trying to do a suicide I'm... dive through the middle ropes and see if I get caught. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, oh my god. I'm not about but, like I'll, I, I'm not about to step to that unless I have a crazy, lot of inanimate objects. What's here's that? the crazy part about it is his opponent Juan Adams, like sat there and just ate a bunch of hammer fists as he was trying to like take get a single leg, and after it stopped, he got mad. I'm like, dude, he the ref just saved you from probably a lot of or face fractures. Oh yeah, right. He did. He saved right. him. Speaking of people who let I down think Texas, that's the... Juan Adams letting down Texas. Everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. Tough breaks. In yeah, the well, it, it, you know, okay. <laughs> but again, it, I mean, we like we said, going in, we kind of all knew Greg Hardy was going to take it. Like, the He's been fucking people up. So. Actually, Anthony, how did we pick in this fight again? Did everybody pick Hardy? Oh, yeah. Did everybody pick Hardy? We all picked Hardy. Oh, okay. See, yeah, I was like, <laughs> just had to make sure. We all we all knew what was up. We knew what was going down. There was no way we were going to pick Juan Adams. <laughs> oh fuck no! Moving no no on up here, um, we're um, going to go to the next uh, the co-main event, the heavyweight. Um, yeah. Sorry, Julie, he didn't get that choke on. I know. I would have picked. I would have picked opposite if it wasn't for wishful thinking straight up i'll be honest i even admitted that as i was making my picks to myself like the only reason why i'm picking this is because i want to see the fucking choke again i'm gonna keep doing it till i see the fucking choke again <laughs> so walt harris defeats uh alex alexi alexi olenek um disrespectfully by the way wikipedia once oh. again oh uh, dan yeah. hooker Punch. punches Greg Hardy punches. Walt Harris punch. <laughs> um, yeah, so one for three for Olenek in his uh, total strikes and significant strikes. Walt Harris four for seven in his total strikes and significant strikes plus one knockdown. And yeah, uh, I I know that I picked Harris. Anthony, you picked Harris. Julie picked Olenek because yes, he she wanted to see that goddamn choke again. I believe yeah, which and you know what? Did you want to see? It's that. Um. Oh my God. Now I'm thinking. I can't remember the name because you asked me. It's the um the one that when you're on the ground that he did when um. Oh my God. What's the name? What's the name? What's the name? What's the name? Give me one second. Literally. Give me one quick second. I'm literally gonna choke? ask me. That's the name. Are you talking about the Ezekiel choke? Yeah, I could not think of the name of it. Yeah, the one that he got when he was on the bottom. And I, I every time, every time I see him, I'm like, I need to see that done against by anybody but if you could do it again that would be cool too you know what i mean because the way it happened it was out of nowhere 
And it was like, oh, wait, it, he won from the bottom? How the fuck he won from the bottom? You know what I mean? So I'm just like, I just want that repeated again. Even if it's not him, but it'd be great if it was him. You know, so That's he what. wins. A, it's crazy, though. He wins a lot of fights with the Ezekiel Choke. Like, yeah. He wins a lot of fights with him. I've been, I'm looking through his, like, his wins and losses right now. Yeah, a lot of his comes off the Ezekiel of Choke. Also, the Scarf it's Hold Choke. That- I just, that's why I was like, ooh, if you could get Walt Harrison that, that would be amusing. And then it didn't happen. He got biffed like a bitch. And so, you know. <laughs> so, Sorry, well, Lexi. 12 seconds. That's all it took. Um, so let's jump into the main event, right? Uh, Anthony, how did the predictions go for this fight? Uh, me and Julie both took... RDA and Cliff, you took Leon Edwards. So, this fight was the main event. Rafael Dos Anjos versus Leon Edwards. 129 of 219, 81 of 169, 0 for 5 for takedowns for RDA. Uh, 113 uh, of 244, 92 of 215 for to- significant strikes. 3 of 10 for takedowns for Leon Edwards. Scorecards had it 50 45, 49 46, 49 46. All by unanimous decision for not RDA. I took that one, and that's what brought me to a tie with Anthony at four and two for these fights. Thank you, Leon Edwards, because you definitely dominated this fight. Um, RDA looked great. I, I I'm gonna put that there first, right? He looked good in this fight. It just looked like Leon Edwards wanted this fight more, and he got it. So you know, big ups to him for that. I I can't argue that. Uh, no, I agree. Hungry. Yeah, the boy I totally agree. Hungry. RDA looked, yeah, RDA looked good, but Leon Edwards looked better. Right. That's just the easiest way to sum it. They all looked good, but he just looked better. Every time he came out of a clinch, he elbowed him in the face, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, this dude's a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like it's one of those times where it's another one of those ones where while watching it, going, oh yeah, I don't mind losing this pick. Right. I don't mind losing this pick. This is, this is a good matchup. I'm 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 fine with the the person that's owning my pick, being the person that owns my pick. You know what I mean? Yep. Definitely Sometimes you gotta be you just gotta be with it though. You know what I mean? I've heard other pockets people go ah fuck a lot whatever. Did you did your fucking person lose to a really good opponent? Yeah. Well, I think we all won. You got to see a good fight. So did I. Right. So, so with that being said, that was kind of a wrap up of uh UFC on ESPN four. Um, like I said, uh, the way to the way the standings worked was four two four two three three. Julie coming in last place. Um, no give shit. But who cares? Well, first of all, you ran the table, the fight card before. So uh, yeah, I did. I, I I I ran that one like a mu. That shit was <laughs> phenomenal. So Anthony, what are the scores now going into? Uh, ES, uh, UFC 240. Right now we're sitting. Julie is dead even at 500. She's 10 and 10. Uh, Cliff, you are at 12 and 8. And AJ Lujan is at 13 and 7. God, I cannot wait. I roll. I cannot wait till you go 0 and, 0 and 6 in picking a card one time. I'm just going to die laughing. So anyway, <laughs> with that being said, guys, we got some bills to pay. So Whatever. We got some bills to pay, so we're going to get back to, uh, we're going to let our sponsor kind of come in, say their piece, and we'll be right back after these messages.
Hey everybody, Cliff here with Get to KO, and I really hope you love what you're listening to. So did you know that you can get paid for listening to this podcast? I know it sounds insane, but it's true. We just discovered it for ourselves. It's a free app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to this podcast. Here's how it works. You listen to the podcast, and you earn a PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin into a gift card at places like Starbucks and Amazon. Or, if you're a good person, you could donate that PodCoin to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. So here's what you do. You download the app right now on iPhone or Android, and I will have a special code just for you. Simply just use our code, the KO, and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. And if you listen to us enough on there, you can get a cappuccino at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card on us. So go ahead and go listen to this podcast or virtually any podcast on PodCoin and, and sign up with the code the KO. I swear it'll change the way you listen to podcasts. And we're back. So eat shit, Cliff. <laughs> yeah, that's literally five <laughs> seconds into this. Can't even stop. Alright, so please <laughs> hold on to it. Um Let's go right into it. So we're going to do the predictions for – actually, before we go into predictions, are there any fights in the prelims or early prelims that you guys are looking forward to? Just curious. Oh, for the next one coming yeah, up? Yeah, for Alexis Davis. Alexis Davis is fighting uh, – Viviana Araujo. Uh, Viviana Araujo. Yeah. I'm excited to see Alexis Davis back in the cage. She's yeah, a, I agree with that. Favorite, she's one of my favorite fighters. Yeah, I think I have to agree with that one. That one piques my interest in prelims. Other than that, the main card is what's been getting me. So Yeah, let's just, let's, let's just do the main card. Let us talk about the main. Let's get into this. All right. <laughs> Mark Andre uh, Barut versus Christoph Jutko. Who do you guys got? Julie, who do you got? Uh, Mark Andre. Okay. I'm going Jocko. Yeah, I'm going Jotko too. <laughs> I don't mind if I'm wrong on this one. No, I have this that. It's the same, it's the same, if this makes sense, it's that one of those weird feelings like Vic again. So, Damn it. I don't know why. You just had to and say it. Yeah, I don't know why. Weird again. Yeah. If you need to, I also have a screenshot of it. I got so it. So I can send you a picture. I got you. Cool. Yep. And then I'm taking Jotko as well. I just like Jocko, man. He seems like a good guy. Like, I could probably grab a beer with him, and then he'll, you know, fight the guy who tries to start shit with me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's coming off of his last win against Allen, so that's why I think I think he's going to try to ride the momentum in, so that's my justification for picking him. Not just because he could drink a beer and fight somebody for me. Yeah, you know, that's always a good time. <laughs> so our next fight up, right? Uh, Oliver Aubin Mercer versus Armin Tuscania. And you know what? I'm going to take him because I just slaughtered his name. My bad, my dude. I'm just going to take you in the fight. So I'm going to take Armin. Cool. I'm going I'm to I'm take Armin Tuscania too. Because <laughs> you slaughtered that his is name. <laughs> is that why Are you? you is that why you chose him? Is that why you chose him? I need to know this now. Is that why you chose him as well? No, I'm I'm just picking every every pick Cliff picks from now on. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's so no. rude. Oh, that's so rude. 
I'm looking at my list. I have. I already had him picked for me. So which one are you going? Tiscania. I had, I, I had him picked as well. Um, Olivier, there's been some. I mean, uh, there's there's been something about his fighting lately that's been concerning. So. Well, all uh. Oliver is coming off of a two-fight losing streak right now, so that's why. That my concern is yeah. he hit the last couple ones. He hasn't looked that tight, so he could be another surprising Orlovsky moment, though. You know what I mean? We're all, all yep. we're all saying that. We're like and all of a sudden comes fuck. wrong as fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, dang it, I just messed up my stuff. All right. So our next fight that we have: Jeff Neal versus Nico Price. Uh, Julie, let's go with you. Mm, I have Jeff Neal this one, surprisingly. Anthony, who you got? Anthony, who do you got? Um, I'm up in the air this one right now. I, I'm going Nico, uh, Nico on this one. I think I'm, I'm going to go with Price on there. Yeah. In the interest of me trying to jump up at least in one fight, I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to go with Jeff. I'm going to go with Jeff Neal on this one as well. All right. So, Julie, did you say that you're going Neal as well? Yeah, I had him chosen. I'm going to take a third pick, and it's Brock Lesnar. (laughs) (laughs) He's cashing in. (laughs) Cashing in. Probably be more interesting than him fucking wrestling Seth Rollins again. Zing! Anyways. Crossover fans. Alright, so we're moving yeah. up. Uh, Chris Cyborg versus Felicia Spencer. Um, I'm going. I'm, I'm going. Cyborg. Oh yeah, I have Cyborg chosen as well. I like Spencer, but I don't it's Cyborg. I'm not saying she's not undefeatable. We all see Nunez, but uh, no offense. Spencer isn't Nunez. Spencer's not Nunes. <laughs> She's not Nunes. So. But she does have that win over Megan Anderson, and I do have to give her props. She does, and that's why I don't think it's going to be a handily law. I don't think it's going to be an easy win for right. Cyborg. I don't think it's going to be a little, you know, I think Felicia knows a little bit more about ring awareness and, you know, taking a hit or two. But um, especially in a in a not super, you know, she's the the weight class with it being featherweight. They they know she knows that weight class. So it's funny too because this win. fight is actually in Canada, and you know Spencer is from Canada's. So you, and we know yeah. how Canadians are with their fighters, man. Like yeah, you can, and, yeah, you'd be from wherever as long as you're from Canada, they're gonna cheer you like they're your yeah. they're the hometown and, hero. And I hope they cheer her on if she loses because I <laughs> it's Chris fucking Cyborg. I'm sorry, guys. Go Brazil. What's, I, what's your you pick, have, Anthony? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to go uh, Spencer in this one. I'm just kidding. I'm Come on. I'm thinking Cyborg on here. Yo, I yeah, so wanted it's, you to stick with Spencer. I, I would have laughed so hard. <laughs> like, oh, definitely Cyborg. I, I'll say this, though. If, <laughs> Spencer's, if Spencer wins, Big ups. one... Good up, big ups on her, and two, you you could think Nunez. Nunez broke that shell. Yep. Because I I think it, it, I I my biggest my biggest thing about seeing this fight is this is Chris Cyborg post the mysticism that she's un, she's unbeatable. Uh, no one can ever beat her ass. 
Oh, fuck, Amanda Nunes did. So what does she do? Does she, I want to see how she fights this one. Is she as mentally strong as I hope she is? You know what I mean? There's no holes. That if she was like, oh, I just go back and I fight because I'm Chris Cyborg. You know what I mean? I hope that's what we see instead of like her her getting owned in ways we didn't see before. Because we've seen with other female fighters, <laughs> when they lose, they don't handle it well. So let's see what happens. Right, 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 right. And our main event of the evening, Max Blessed Holiday, Holloway versus... <laughs> Yeah, but I fucked that one up. I fucked that one up. Wow. My bad, Max. My bad. Uh, what you do until the holiday end? Yeah, exactly. And you're the one yeah. that always goes on about how much you love I these know, Hawaii fighters. I know, man. And you've done fuck fucked that name. up. So we're going to try Max. Well, it's Blessed, right? Blessed Max Holloway versus, you know, Frankie Edgar. Is it is what it is. Anyway, so I'm taking Max. Obviously, it's just the way I roll. Anthony, who do you got? So here's the thing. And and you're like, oh, bless Max Holloway. How about you give Frankie Edgar some freaking love here and credit? How about you call him by who he is? The answer. Uh, because. But no, because, because Hawaiian, Hawaiians, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I, I just think that, uh, I just think that you just need a Take those lip off those Hawaiian butt cheeks. Um, I just, I don't know, dude. Frankie Edgar is the man, dude. But I'm going Max Holloway, too. <laughs> give it all that hype. Give it all that hype to him. I was like, nope, I'm going Max. What about you, Julie? Wow. I have Holloway as well. Um, but that's not without saying uh, if he loses, if uh, Edgar bests him, I will not be sad. Because I like Frankie. I I won't lie. For the records. Go ahead, Anthony. For the record. For the record, I am am picking Max. But I am fully rooting on Frankie. Frankie. (laughs) No, that's what I mean. That's what I mean about the fact of like, I am picking Max because I'm intelligent. (laughs) But I'm also a fight fan. And... Frankie could pull it off. So if he pulls it off and he wins it, I'm not going to be sad because I like him as a fighter. And if Edgar has the belt, it's going to be, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not mad with certain that that take title shots or at least get themselves in the conversations and stuff like that. I don't, I don't mind when people do it more when they're people like Frankie, who I, I think is a good, Round fighter, if that makes sense. Like I, I just like them as a sound fighter. Right. I don't know. No, and I don't want to no, take anything. I like, take- I gotta be honest. I don't want to take anything away from Frankie Edgar. Right. Uh, former champ. Yeah, you do. Champ, you like why? Great, great boxer. Love his wrestling. Love his endurance. That's like the one thing that he does not get a lot. Everybody knows he's great. Got great endurance, but I feel like that's what something like it just gets overlooked. Like he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He punishes you continuously. And every single round. So I definitely give a lot of big props to him. This is not a fight that Max is going to have to, is going to go in there and just be like, yeah, I got this. I'm just going to go in there and showboat. He's definitely not. We know Max is going to want to go in there and throw hang and bang with, uh, with Frankie. My thing is, though, is that Frankie has lost to Jose Aldo. He has lost to Brian Ortega. And, um, 
And then, uh, you know, he had the other losses with Benson Henderson. I will give big props. He did beat BJ Penn. He has beaten uh, Gary Maynard. He has beaten Cub Swanson, Chad Mendes, Yair Rodriguez. The list goes on and on and on. Right. But where it comes in is the last fight that Max Holloway lost was against Dustin. And by all means, that was a great fight. Anthony likes to make fun of it because Max got his face fucked up. But um, other than that, Brian Ortega, Jose Aldo, Ant- uh, Anthony Pettis, Ricardo uh, Ricardo Lamas, Jeremy Stevens, Charles Oliveira. These are all dudes that came in, thought that they were going to hang and bang with Max Holloway, and Max finished them. So I look at it the same way. Max goes in. He trains the same way. He's being be in the same weight class, or his, his weight class, the king of his weight class. And he's fighting a guy who is, I won't say he's past his prime because his he's still very much, but he's kind of like at the end of his prime, where Max is still young, he's still learning, and he's still getting better in the octagon. So I have to give it where I see it, and I love my Hawaiian fighters, and Max is going to get the job done. So there's there's my my biased you know, opinion. Here's okay. So here's the thing, and I'm I'm just gonna break this down just a little deeper. So. Frankie Edgar versus um, Brian Ortega. Yeah, TKO in the first round, four minutes and 44 seconds uh, into it. Uh, total strikes, that was 27, or Frankie had 27 of 77, which were all significant. Brian Ortega had 25 of, of 77, which were all significant. And he hit him with an uppercut and, and tag him. If that if that uppercut doesn't happen, we never see. We I don't think we see. Max Holloway, toy with with uh, Brian Ortega. It's kind of, it's kind of like, you know, Conor McGregor. Does he does he go to stardom if he doesn't get out of that uh, out of that out of Chad Mendes's wrestling in a second and TKO him? I don't, it's just one of those things that it's up in the air. Frankie Edgar, Max, don't get me wrong, Max has been dominating for, for a while. But Frankie Edgar has been dominating for so long, and he's still fresh. Except he got that mad show, you get right to the mouth, and it ended his shit where, you know, it was a lot of blunt force trauma that Max Holloway delivered to Brian Ortega. Mind you, I've pointed this out. Max Holloway even corrected Brian Ortega's fighting stance in the fight. Like, who does that? Max does. Yeah, <laughs> but but he did, didn't. Then he didn't do it to his next opponent and got his ass handed to him. Well, Dust. Well, let's be real. That fight was a run back, and Dustin had already beaten him once by submission uh, with a mounted uh, triangle armbar. So he was looking to get that win. He was trying to get that win back, and they were in another weight class too. Let's be let's be honest. But it, but he that's the thing. His showboat finally caught up on him, and he caught a, a he caught Dustin Poirier. He, he caught he caught his backside. The two two fights before that, he finished Jose Aldo, and he didn't showboat in that fight. He just beat down Jose Aldo. No, you can't do it to Jose Aldo. He did it to a a guy. That was undefeated. Oh, man. Let, let me pull up his his track record. Who, um, Brian Ortega? Yeah. I mean, 
Let me pull up his track record. T-City. Because... T-City. Let's be real. Huh? I said T-City is T-City. Let's be real. But he beat a Clay, Clay Guida, who... Who's who's the benchmark of a lot of things, but Clay Greta's never been, uh, ever really been on a roll. He he wins a couple, he then he loses two and three. He wins one, he loses two and three. Then he beat uh, Renato Marciano, but this dude who we thought was going to be decent got beat by Jose and uh. And Chan Sung Jung. Then after that, he got Cub Swanson, which he got him in the G team. Cub Swanson, again, Cub Swanson was 35 years old. So he's beating these older fighters. Like, I don't think he should have been in that fight with Max. That's the thing I'm saying. Is he, he was, he, he was ultimately the Vulcan Osmere of the light heavyweight. Shot up the rankings, got beat by uh, DC, and has now lost three in a row. So what you're saying? We haven't seen that... T City. We haven't we haven't seen T City since he got beat by Max. Max should not have fought. Max was able to showboat because he was fighting an, a a a fight a, a fighter that should have been there. Isn't Brian Ortega coming up on the fight here soon? <clears throat> uh, I'm pretty sure he just signed signed a fight like later this year. Yeah, he's him and uh, the Korean Zombie are in talks right now to fight. Which I get, I get your point. I get your point, right? Like, I don't want to take that away. Like, but he KO Frankie Edgar, right? And that was last year, a thirty-six-year-old Frankie Edgar, which is why I think this year Max Holloway is going to knock out. Oh no, I don't want to say knock out. He's going to beat a thirty-seven-year-old Frankie Edgar. I just, it is what it is. I just, I don't see a. Other than him going up to 155 and fighting like Dustin, I don't see a guy in the 145s who can beat Max Holloway currently. Don't so he beat he beat he beat Josie Aldo. What is Josie Aldo known for? <clears throat> KOing people. His Muay Muay Thai. He he likes to he likes the fast strikes, and if he gets you on the ground, it 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 could end. Like. He's he's going to get somebody who I think is is a lot better of a fighter than Jose Aldo. I, I really think that uh that you're really underestimating Frankie Edgar. So and and saying, I know that you've been watching him. So you're saying Frankie Edgar is a better fighter than Jose Aldo. Is that what I'm getting? Right now, yes. Right now, yes. Where yeah. Frankie Edgar has lost twice to Jose Aldo. And after losing to Max Holloway, he beat Jeremy Stevens and he beat Moicano. And then he just lost to Volonovsky. Where a super uppercut from T-City is what ended uh, Frankie's night. Who didn't fight again until just this fight? I I'm just saying that that Max train that you're on got hit hard, and I hope it humbles him enough not to try to toy with a fighter like he did with T City because he's gonna lose his belt if that happens. 
Boy, he's going to go on a super you know what I'm saying. He lost to Conor McGregor and came back and dominated everybody after that. And now that he has Dustin Poirier, he's going to get another win. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Y'all are making my brain I'm pr- Come on, Frankie, pull it out. Shut the Hawaiian nation off. Oh, shoots, cuz. we about to... You about to get dirty lickings yourself. Anyway, it is what it is. <laughs> that's, that's our that's our predictions for the fight for uh, UFC 240. Um, other than that, like that's pretty much about what we got going on. Uh, I know we do have uh, fights coming up after that. that um, yeah, we we got Matt Mitrone. He's fighting this weekend too, I believe, in Bellator. Yeah, we're gonna talk about something that really matters. Um, UFC on ESPN Fight 5 is uh, up the week after that. Kobe uh, Covington and Robbie Lawler will be getting it, getting it in. I'm sorry, man. Bellator, Matt Matrone, like you talking about the dude who lost to uh, Travis Brown, who, you know, that's all I can say about that. I don't care. I gouge or not. I don't care what it is. He still held an L. So. <laughs> Wine fighter, there it is again. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> anyway, so we guess we have ESPN five next weekend. Then we have Valentina Shevchenko versus Liz Carmuch and UFC Fight Night one fifty six. Then we got DC versus Stepe two forty one. And then finally, after that, we get a week break of fights that are going on where we could possibly talk about something cool like. So far, biggest fighter of the year, or something like that. Yeah, that is something we've been meaning to do. You know, we wanted uh, here in a future episode, guys. We just want to let you know we're going to be doing uh, so far fight of the year, uh, favorite KOs of the year, favorite submissions of the year. So that will be coming up. Oh, hey, you know what? Actually, on the Bellator Bellator card, uh, Timothy Johnson's fighting. Okay, maybe I'll check out that card now. <laughs> um. He's must be a Hawaiian fighter. No, nah, Timothy Johnson. You remember him? He's a big heavyweight that has like the, the cool <clears> mustache. <throat> yeah. Looks like a porn star. Dun dun dun. <laughs> um, but other than that, guys, uh, Anthony, why don't you give me some link, some of your link and love? <laughs> link and love. So I was out and about. Got to my uh, one of my favorite bands, Mistaken. Uh, my friend, friend Jade Rochelle. Uh, she, uh, they put on a show out here in Lincoln, and it was pretty rockin', um, so I, I am gonna try to get them on to the podcast, I do know that a couple other dudes, I think their, their bass player and their drummer both are pretty big MMA fans, so I wanna get them out there, give them a shout out, push, give them a little push, um, they, they, they're doing they're doing some big things, and I'm pretty proud to know to say that I was able to watch them grow from the from the ground up. Awesome, awesome. Give me uh, why don't you hand out your plugs, man? Tell them where they can find you. All right. So yep. Um, before that, uh, we always do We always do uh, awareness. So 22 veterans die every day from fights that they can't uh, win anymore in, in the mental game. Um, they're demons. Finally, cat. They found their, their their demons finally won. Um, so we always want to we always want to put that out there that 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 vet that suicide awareness. Um, not only that, but 
if you're not a veteran, if you're a listener, if you're a friend, and you're going through things, reach out to any of us here, Julie, Cliff, or I. We've all been through things. We all have some sort of PTSD in our lives, and we've all been through it there where we had nobody to talk to. It felt like that. We didn't have anybody, and that's what we're here for. Message us, Instagram us, Snapchat us, anything you want to do, message us. You can find me on Instagram at Anthony Lujan. 1985. You can find me on Twitter at A Lujan 1985. And you can add me on Snapchat at A Lujan 1985. Send something to me. I'll send something to you. All right, all right, all right. Julie, why don't you let them know where they can find you? Uh, as per usual, add a little, uh, at a little less Chewbacca on Instagram, a little less Chewbacca on Twitter. That's pretty, that's pretty much it. Yeah, almost 90 pounds down now. Hey. One pound away. Whoop, whoop. One pound away. I'm gonna throw a fucking party at a hundred. Nice. Um, fucking gain ten of it back and have to we all start this over again. You know, fuck it. Why not? Gives you a reason to have a party every week. <laughs> we hit a hundred again for the second time. Yeah. Oh uh, no, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm fucking one and done, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> and then you guys can always find me on all your favorite social social media platforms. Uh, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, yeah, at CM underscore Miller 85. Um, you guys can find me here on Get the KO, as well as Nerds at the Roundtable and everybody's favorite, uh, wrestling podcast on Franken Culture, Frankensteiner. And then, uh, you guys can also catch me on. AUW's new YouTube channel, AUW Wrestling, so you guys can see me there, um, and as well as WCF Wrestling, you guys can catch me on their channel as well. So, with that being said, guys, why don't you tell them bye? Twenty-two. I'm pretty sure that's how Julie says bye, like to everybody in real life. Um, but as always, good fight and good night.